Silhouette Zero, Episode 9, The Trouble with Ugnaught. Kobe's attempt to slice the Cloud City's computer mainframe has drawn unwanted attention, sending he and Tazi down a treacherous tube. Meanwhile, Click and Jinko head to the upper echelons of the city, hoping to find an eccentric buyer for their Champagne's instruments. Hello, and welcome to Silhouette Zero, Episode 9. I'm your GM, Chris Ng, and that's my brother, Matt. Hello. And uh, we're going to continue on our session in the Cloud City. Our destiny pool is still currently at four light side and three dark side. Last we left off, Kobe was plummeting to his death. Well, probably not death. Kobe is sliding down one of those internal tubes similar to the one that Luke is tumbling down at the end of Empire Strikes Back. The slippery, shiny, white, well-lit tube system. So he slips and slides and bashes and bangs. Uh, roll me, I guess, coordination to avoid injury. Kobe's coordination is one yellow and one green. Right, yeah, roll it at two. That's right. He ranked in coordination. <laughs> uh, failure but an advantage. Uh, so suffer one wound for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, his advantage is that's it. He's trying to use his little arms and his <laughs> wheels and get some footing. Um, I would I would like the advantage for him to be is that he starts activating his booster so that he gets control, so he's not banging around. Perfect. So he's still falling because he doesn't have enough lift to like counteract his terminal velocity. Um, but he's at least got control. So, uh, they're falling, and they're falling, and falling. Tazi tries to roll a coordination. She got a failure advantage and a triumph. So she failed to grasp onto anything and to slow herself down. The triumph here... But she land, she lands on top of yeah, Kobe. Yeah, perfectly. <laughs> oh, are you okay, Kobe? Oh, oh. Um, he keeps touching his hands to the side of the wall, um, those little clampy arms, and they're just screeching as he's falling. <laughs> Uh, and about a foot away from hitting the ground, his thruster finally gains enough momentum, and he's just hovering there. There is a door at the bottom, though, and it slides open. Uh, what What's below the door? Or Is it like a trap door or like a door door? A door door, so he can land safely and just roll through it. Yeah, he's going to land, Um, but he's going to make sure that Tazi stays on top of him. Uh, roll me a perception at one, please. Oh, wait. Sorry. That's not his perception. That's his perception. So, two successes, two advantages. Kobe realizes that Tazi is not going to be able to stay on his head because the door isn't tall enough to do that. Which puts an interesting (laughs) thought into his mind as to what the heck is this door made for? Um, Kobe stops for a minute and he, like, retracts his, his wheel and he's just standing there. And he's, like, pondering and calculations are running. And, like, he's even making, like, little beeping noises. Like, he is, like, processing information. Uh-huh. Um, but he is not moving. Um, Kobe, can, can you move, please? I want to go through the door. Wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Kobe shakes his head slightly so that she doesn't fall off still because he doesn't want to knock her off but just as a negative motion. Come on, Droid. We know you're in there. Get out here already. Um, Kobe's wheel pops back up, and he wheels backwards away from the door a little bit. <laughs> whoa, 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 what's going on? Wah, wah. 
Uh, he says Ugnaughts. Actually, would you like me to roll for that? I've got a lot of good rolls. Uh, no, actually, I'm going to say that your perception and I guess his knowledge of the Cloud City. He's probably been here before. So for those of you not sure, the Ugnaughts are also a Silhouette Zero creature. They are these short little pig-faced guys in the Cloud City that throw 3PO's head around during the Empire Strikes Back. And my brother has turned them into dwarves. Because if you read their racial history, they are basically Star Wars dwarves. Space dwarves. They are proud people who... They're star dwarves. (laughs) (laughs) They like to build things. They wander about. They've had some slavery. Yeah, kind of strong. They just, they read like they are the Star Wars version of dwarves. So that's why they're going to sound like that. (laughs) If you're going to make us come in there, it's going to end up a little badly for you. Um, Kobe's like looking around. He's sure that since they're ready for droids, that there is nothing for a droid in here. Uh, yeah, there's nothing in there for a droid. Tazi leans down. Uh, I still have my shot gloves on. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He nods. Um, I also want to point out um something that I forgot to mention to you earlier, but uh, when Tazi ranked up her uh XP, she grabbed utility belt. Ah. Which allows her to spend a destiny point to perform a utility belt incidental to produce previously undocumented item or weapon within reason. Hmm. Uh, and since she is a technician, one way you could apply that would be that maybe she's not carrying that item, but she can build it. Well, no, there's actually a, that that's actually a thing to build it. Oh, you're right. There is a there is a talent for that. Yeah, there's there? a talent for that. Now this would be like she just carried it. Um, <laughs> no. No, we're not going to do one of those. Okay. Um, he's going to shake a little to sort of hint for her to get off. Okay, so she hops off in front of her. Uh, here, you stay here. I'll just, uh, I'll tell him that you're not here. And she, walk, she walks out. Oh, wait. So, I'm guessing that since her robe is nice, that it's not like the original Jawa robe. Correct. Can she be carrying it if I flip the point? <laughs> okay. Yeah, she has her old Jawa robe with her. She's she's going to put it around Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe's going to turn on one of his lights okay. um, and stick his arms to the sleeves. <laughs> I'm not even going to make you roll for any of this. <laughs> All right. There they go. Hey, what's the big idea? What kind of a weird trap is this? Are you against Jawas or something? And so Tazi walks out. Kobe uh, kind of, I guess, tries to he waddle waddles. out. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he waddles. Oh, even worse than droids, lads. It's sand rats. Uh, uh, at this point, Kobe's starting to consider taking off the rope. He's not going to, but he's like, worse <laughs> than droids. <laughs> So there's a gang of Ugnaughts around. Uh, this is definitely a maintenance portion of the Cloud City. There are tools and parts all along the sides of the walls, but there are Ugnaughts standing between you and it. The head Ugnaught is uh, sitting on what looks to be an R5 astrovect droid that has been since, obviously, the droid brain has been removed and replaced with a chair and a controller. So he just uses it as a wheelchair, essentially. Oh, God. There's an Ugnaught in front of him holding a really big wrench. So, 
Here and here I thought that that kind of slicing could only be done by an astromech, and now I'm going to see that it's a sand rat doing it. I'm not a sand rat. Stop saying that. That's rude. Look, boys. She taught herself how to speak basic. Oh, wait. No, she didn't. She just slapped a droid to her face. Ah. She's part sand rat, part droid. The worst of both worlds. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You see here. I don't know where She you... can't even sand rat properly. <laughs> ah. um, she puts up her fists. <laughs> Look, you're the jerks that try to drop my friend into a hole for no reason. So you better let us go or I'm going to tell the Cloud City administration that you guys are going to be in serious trouble. No, I don't think that's how it's going to work, Lassie, because you were trying to slice your way into the database and we caught you. So what's going to happen instead is we're going to take you to the Cloud City administration and then you're going to be in a lot of trouble. How does that sound? Uh, um. Alright, so I guess in her mind, all she has is to try to lie? <laughs> um, so they're, they're pretty much surrounded, right? Yeah, I'm gonna say that there are, uh, seven Ugnaughts total. Woof. Um, can I do a xenology roll to see what Kobe knows about Ugnaughts? Sure. Maybe something that would be useful. Yeah, go ahead. What are I rolling? What am I rolling against? Uh, actually, you know what? Because Ugnats don't have an inherent um, weakness, so roll me instead a knowledge. Okay, there's two ways you can go about this. You can do knowledge lore, okay. uh-huh. or knowledge um, inner rim or core worlds. No, that's not a core world. Knowledge education or knowledge lore. Sweet, we're gonna do education. What am I rolling against? Just do. Cool. Three success and four advantages. Oh, boy. All right. So what he does know is that the Ugnaughts have recently been treated. The administration and the Ugnaughts are in the middle of a lot of disputes right now. And this was something that Kobe, for some reason, knows. Uh, maybe he picked it up on a hollow transmission. Maybe, maybe he's he... pen pals with Lobot. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> but he knows that there's a, a a dispute going on between the Ugnaught labor force and the administration. Even though Mr. Calrissian is a you know a benevolent man, he's also not particularly a skilled uh, leader in terms of being an administrator. So there's still some difficulties that are being unsettled here. Uh, the advantages here are that uh, he knows that a lot of it has to do with the safety conditions of Ugnot workforces, mm-hmm. and that maybe there is uh... oh, I... <laughs> one of the major safety concerns is that receptacle tubes, like the one that just fell down, uh-huh. have a tendency to sometimes reverse pressure and throw things back up. <laughs> so you have a few options here. Um, Kobe's going to tap into um, Tazi's comm link. To feed her this information in droid binary. Because he knows that she knows binary. Right. Okay, perfect. Oh, I see. So the first first side is trouble. You run straight back to the administration, even though they're the ones that are, you know, oppressing you. Don't talk like you know anything about what's going on, Sandrat. He keeps feeding more. (laughs) I know lots of things about what's going on. Like the fact that you don't have any safety regulations. 
Oh, she must be a traitor. She's working for the administration. While they're doing that, Kobe wants to um, wheel his way back towards the tube and see if he can figure out a way to make it go in reverse. <laughs> okay, roll me uh, mechanics. Okay. Uh, uh, it's two, but there's a black because this is not how it's supposed to operate. Right. And another black because uh, the Ugnats have tried to fix this thing, and so right. it, the wiring is all over the place. Okay, so three green, one yellow, two purple, two black. Three success! <laughs> He knows how to reverse it if he wants it to. Um, he's going to wait to see how this conversation goes first. Okay. Because he's he's trying to show some... He's trying to build trust with Tazi. So he's trying to like let her try things before he just jumps in. Come on. It's not like I don't know how you feel. I know how you feel. I don't want to be the push-around laborer either. I mean, I'm a Jawa. People always assume I steal stuff or I'm going to break their things or capture their droids. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're really being treated like that, that's not fair. You, you should be treated with the respect because, you know, the Ugnaughts are really important here on Cloud City. Ugh, the lass understands! <laughs> uh, that's the big guy with the red, well, <laughs> relatively bigger guy with the yeah. rich. Keep it down! We're not recruiting here, are we? <laughs> Alright, Sandrat. Just tell me what you're trying to do in the computer system and maybe we'll let you go. Uh, we're just trying to sell some instruments. <laughs> so now the guy has to realize that some prime level slicing was done to sell instruments. Why am I having a hard time believing that lie? It's not a lie. We're selling instruments. But we just don't know who to sell them to. So um, we were just trying to get a lead by figuring out who the rich people were around here. You could have just asked people. I don't tell you how to do your job. Um, Kobe flips off the robe at this point. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> ah, no, ah. That Sandrat turned into a droid! <laughs> you idiot! Uh, he, he neatly folds up the robe and hands it back to um, Tazi, folded into a pocket square. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, and he starts, like, trying to lecture them in... In, in his droid basic about how hard it is to try to talk to people when you're an astromech because no one pays attention to you. Roll me a charm. <laughs> it's against two. Okay. Um, but it's a blue because they kind of like Tazi. <laughs> a blue because they're all in the mentality of, yeah, all of us oppressed people type thing. <laughs> It's a black because you're a droid. Right. Cool. Uh, failure and two advantages. I don't understand. <laughs> no one speaks no speak binary. Yeah. What is he saying? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, but the advantages are that they don't think he's being aggressive towards them. Right. <laughs> he's just saying that it's hard for him to be understood. See? This is, this is exactly what's happening. He's trying to communicate, but no one can listen because no one understands binary except me. Uh, the mood of the room changes a little bit. Oh, alright. Well, you weren't trying to damage anything in the station, so I guess there's no harm done. But, you know, try to keep your nose clean while you're on the station, will ya? Yeah, 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 no oh. problem. Um, well, oh. Kobe's shaking a little bit. Like, he's, like, he he's holding himself back, but he, so Tazi keeps going. No problem. Um, is, is there a way we can get to the space station from here? 
you know, the, the docking base. Yeah, we'll have, yeah, alright. Dolgo! What? What do you want? Leave them through where they need to go. Alright, boss. So, there's an Ugnaught in, uh, well, actually, it's, yeah, it's an Ugnaught that looks a little bit different. Roll me a perception at one, please. Okie doke. I can do that. Uh, failure, but two advantages. Okay, Ouch. so there's some interesting things about this Ugnaught. Uh, he has, he's wearing modified armor plating that looks like it's been cut down from other various larger pieces of armor. And he has a blaster rifle strapped to his back. Come on now, then. You better get moving if you want to get through. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Kobe's trying to ask him if he's a bounty hunter. He wants to know if you're a bounty hunter. No, no, just security. <laughs> All right, we cut back to Jinko and Click. So the two of them are standing in front of a casino. I want to make a pun name. Like, I was thinking, like, best spin the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, best spin the wheel it is. Jiko and Click are in front of a casino called Best Spin the Wheel. Uh, it's one of the lo- smaller but still equally luxurious casinos located on the top level of Cloud City. <laughs> They're standing basically in the lobby looking around the... Uh, there's a lot of circular-shaped roulette wheel-style um, decor- decorative items along the wall. Uh, things are flashing and spinning all around the place. People are having a good time, and it's just kind of a classy, uh, upscale casino feel. Um, Click immediately starts gravitating towards anything flashing and loud. <laughs> hey, hey, focus. Huh? What? Focus on the job. I am focused. Look at that thing. <laughs> that's that's a Hintaro table. Have you ever even played Hintaro? <laughs> uh, I don't gamble. I'm the thing people gamble on. Oh, right. I forgot. Racer. Hey, do you think they show any of the races here? I'm sure that they do. But we have to keep focused on the job. Right. But try to act casual, huh? Hey, I got this. <laughs> uh, roll. Cool. Okie uh, What am I rolling against? Average, but a black because you're dingy and gross. Success. All right, yeah, you're blending in just fine. It's because my sparkling demeanor outshines any grime on my jumpsuit. <laughs> also, <laughs> this is your scene. You've been around gamblers and stuff before. As you said, they're, you're the thing that they bet on. Yeah. So you've done your fair share of performances, sponsorship meetings, that sort of thing. So you just kind of fall into that persona pretty easily. And the two of you make your way through the casino. Uh, you spot this Ortolan. His name is Maharo. M-A-H-A-R-O. Mm-hmm. And Maharo, the hedonistic Ortolan, is uh, seated watching the races, as you mentioned. Uh, there are several projections of various swoop races, ship races, on the screen around them. Uh, he's got a massive spread of food around him. He's sitting with a couple of people, and they're all watching this thing and discussing it very fervently. Um, are there any pod races happening? No, as you said, pod racing is... well Perfect. No, no, that's fine. Yeah, okay. It is. Yeah, pod racing. I mean, people still do it, but it's it's not. It fell a bit more out of fashion with with swoops and stuff. Right. So pod racing is kind of illegal and uh, is not going to be broadcast. 
even though this is not a, a station controlled by the Empire, it's still not going to violate that kind of law so flagrantly. So yeah, they're sitting there watching the races. I'm going to try to like sidle up between them. Shame that they don't show pod racing anymore, huh? So you're you're sneaking up between the uh, Maharo and a Devorian. Devorian immediately snarls, Who asked you? No, 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 no. Don't need to panic. What's your name? The name is Khan Kachak. You might know me better as Click. Ah, uh, no, I can't. I'm afraid I've never heard of you. Really? Never watched the pod races, huh? Not so much into pod races. Shame, shame. Hey, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Name is Khan Klikachak. I was the pod racer. The Devorian is still snarling at you. This is a private booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Aren't they great? <laughs> been, in more, been in more than a few of them in my time. <laughs> he just kind of sniffs. You so know. if you're a racer, you ever raced anything other than pods? Oh, I've dabbled, but I don't know. The competition was never the same as on those pod racers. Why is that? That was that was great. You're just... See, I've got nothing against those swoop jockeys. They're okay if you like slow vehicles. But a pod racer, you got to remember, you're basically just dragging yourself behind two giant thrusters, controlling yourself on your sled, just being dragged by the forces of gravity and motion. You can't beat that. I don't care how fast they can get a swoop up to these days. They're still not nearly in the range of a pod racer. Mario seems quite impressed. So then, would you be able to tell me, just by looking at those pilots over there, which one would be a good one to bet on for the next swoop race? Easily. All right, then. Do your thing. So uh, there's a screen. A bunch of swoop racers uh, standing around their swoops, getting ready for the race. Uh, what are you going to look for in attempting to figure this out? Well, first he's going to look at the pilot um, to see how they're acting towards their their vehicle. If they have, if they look like the person that has like a bunch of people like working on their bike while they're standing there waving, he's not really going to put that much faith in the pilot because he thinks it's just another like commercially built pilot, mm -hmm. you know, like the the result of a board meeting right. um, in several campaigns. Uh, he's going to look for the one that he feels has the most heart. Like the one that looks like like him, like a little bit dirty, still has that smug look of certainty on his face, but he's also like constantly looking at his like vehicle, always making sure like everything's perfect about it. Because that's the thing about people like Click is that even though he may be completely like grimed, his vehicle will be pristine. It is a machine of beauty and power. All right, I will let you choose. You can either roll perception. Or Pilot Planetary. Oh, cool. I'm going to do pi Pilot Planetary. All right. Um, and roll it against uh, two with a black because you're doing it through a monitor. Technically, I remove blacks from piloting, but I'm going to let it because it's different. Okay. <laughs> two success and two advantages. All right. You've, you spot a plucky young uh, racer. She looks pretty new to the circuit. And in fact, when you mention when you point her out to the rest of them, the Devorian immediately goes, "She's greener than you are," <laughs> and then kind of looks embarrassed because he's like, "That's supposed to be a dumb insult. Why did I say that?" <laughs> I imagine most of those young bucks are. Put a thousand credits on her. Uh, and uh, the rate. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. 
Uh, I've got 52. Can I stack on? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> 1,052. <laughs> uh, and the uh, the race goes off. A couple minutes later, she is definitely the winner. Not bad, Mr. Kachok. Not bad. I'm impressed. Thank you, sir. How come you haven't piloted one yourself if you're such a good racer? Ah, uh, like I told you, the swoops are too slow. No risk to it. No finesse. Seems like you'd Just... win all the time, then. Who wants to do that? Do you know how boring that is? Would you like to win all the time? Uh, okay, so you you get double your money back, so you get 104 credits, which he slides to you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I could go back and buy another inch. <laughs> 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 uh. So what brings you to Bespin then, Mr. Kachok? Well, decided to try some other things in life. You know, look for new challenges. Can't go around the same circle your whole life, you know what I mean? I suppose. And he starts eating. <laughs> Surely a man such as yourself knows to look for finer things. Yes, I'm always interested in the finer and more interesting things available in this galaxy. I made my millions doing something rather boring. So I'm trying to spend the rest of my life doing interesting things. Have you ever been to Mantha? Hmm, no, can't say that I have. Ah, you're in for a treat. They make the best instruments. Oh? Oh, yeah. They make them themselves. And they don't really leave the planet that much, so you never see them anywhere. Oh, you know, we Ortolan are known for being pretty good musicians ourselves. Ah, you don't say. Well, I mean, I happen to have one of them with me, if you'd be interested in looking at it. I mean... I know we're just kind of talking here, but... Oh, well, yeah, let, me, let need... me see that. Here. All right, so he's looking at it, looking at it. Oh, okay, this is quite fascinating piece of... I'm not sure how to play it, but it looks very interesting. <laughs> um, I know... So... I'm traveling with someone that can play it. If I gave you a presentation, would you be interested in maybe buying some? Oh, yeah. Well, that sounds like it could be an interesting thing to have. Sure, why not? Great. Hey, how can I get a hold of you? Well, we'll be here uh, watching the races until about dinner, and then we'll be at the Cloud City Terrace restaurant. It's at the very top of the city. Cloud City Terrace. Okay, great. Perfect. I'll, I'll let them know that I'm expecting you so you can get through the door. Wonderful. Don't forget the name. Con Click Chalk. Don't worry. I don't think anyone can forget someone as annoying as you. <laughs> uh, what was the guy's name again? Maharo. Maharo. How did it go? Um, I've got an appointment. He's interested in music, because apparently Ortolans, that's a thing. I impressed him by winning him some money on betting in a race. Did you now? Yeah. How much did you win? Well, I we doubled it. I only had 52 <laughs> credits, so I have 104. That sounds like a perfect amount to play a little Hintaro before we go. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, he told me where to meet him after dinner, so... Doesn't matter when we get there. And I don't know if you know uh, Ortolans, but once he's there for dinner, he'll be there for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so Jinko is trying to convince you to head over to one of the Hintaro tables. Are you going to go? Uh, absolutely. All right. It's bright. It's flashy. I'm being egged on by someone. You bet I'm going. Yeah. And so uh, Hintaro is a dice game. 
Okay. Nice play with chance cubes, and it's mostly a sort of a betting and a rolling game. Uh, like a crap sort of game? And it's simpler than that. Everybody rolls, and, and whoever gets the highest result wins the, the pot. Oh, okay. There's rules for Hintaro in Fly Casual, which is what we're, we're going to use here. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. So Hintaro is operated by a, a player known as the Hintaron, which is, uh, if you're playing by yourself, kind of moves from player to player. But in a situation like this, it's done by a droid. And this is a very fancy, elegant-looking droid. It's sleek. It's uh, curvaceous. It's colored a uh, golden sort of... It's like a goldy brass color. Uh, and it has specialized hands for retrieving scan and uh, deploying the dice. And there's obviously some sort of sensor mechanism on its face to make sure nothing odd is happening to the dice. Right. Uh, so the person who sits on the right of the Antaron is the first to bet. Afterwards, it goes around the table. So if you do not want, Easy. if you do not want to bet first, don't sit on that side of the table. And you see, uh, standing there at the Hintaron table, the Hintaro table that you are heading to are a couple of gamblers. One is a haggard looking human male. Mm hmm. Who, uh, looks like he may have been, he's wearing very nice clothes, but it has, looks like he hasn't changed out of them in a few days. Right. And the other is a, um, falling female who is standing, uh, like a, with a seat between them. So there's a seat mm. to the right of the Hintaran, which would be the first bet. Then the, uh, the haggard male who's a gambler. And then the, another seat and then the female falling. Uh, I think I want to sit after the human, but before the falling, because okay. falling. <laughs> oh, excellent. We have more players at the table. Welcome to the best spin the wheel. Thank you. Love your name. Are you aware of how to play Hintaro? Uh, do I get penalized if I say no? Uh, the gambler next to you rolls his eyes. Oh, great. A rookie. Hey, only at gambling. <laughs> First, we will place bets. The first bet will go to this gentleman here. And he points to the gambler. I'll bet five for the baby. <laughs> then all players involved will will match that bet. Very well. I will also play five for the baby. <laughs> <laughs> the falling leans over. It's just five, sweetie. Oh, okay. Five, sweetie, for the baby. <laughs> then we roll the... He roll the chance cubes, and he hand he dispenses two chance cubes to each of you. Okay. So you're gonna roll two blues. Okay. Go for it. Yeah, I'm just clearing out the dice pool, and two blues. Uh, Hintaro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, so uh, the gambler rolls two blanks, and then the the woman rolls two advantages, and you rolled one advantage. All right, now. You will continue the betting phase until it is over. I'll hold it for the baby. <laughs> I don't see this baby. Uh, I'm also going to hold it for the baby, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the woman just nods. Very well. Now you may choose one dice to re-roll. So this is tricky because of our roller. Yeah, but I can, but I mean, you, we can see the faces. Right. So you've, I had one advantage and one blank. So I'm just going to re-roll one. 
uh, two advantages. So you have a total of three advantages then, right? Yes, I do. All right. Uh-huh. So the gambler rolls one. Oh, he's, he's <laughs> busting out. This is why he looks like this. <laughs> and the, cha- the, oh. the woman has four advantages. It's like you wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> and now I will roll the Hintaro dice. And so what happens now is the dealer rolls a black. Okay. And whatever it gets cancels out, just like a regular roll. Right. Okay. I get it. So one threat. So one of your advantages cancels out. Right. So I have two. She is three. That guy is nothing. Correct. Winner. And she shuffles uh, the the droid shuffles all fifteen credits to the falling woman. Do you understand the game? Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Trust me. I got it. Very well. The betting will begin. Uh, I'll bet. Ten. I'll also do ten for the baby. Ten. I hold. Oh, don't we have to roll yeah, first? Yeah, so roll, roll your two. Uh, five. <laughs> Sweetie. Match. Match. Uh, are successes still better than advantages, yes, I'm guessing? Yes, they are. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hold. Alright. Alright, so only the falling woman re-rolled and she got less one. <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> so, it's a... F- failure which nicks is mine and it puts me in last yeah uh, no it puts you at a tie with the with the second place right, which does nothing right. and so the all the credits go to the gambler <laughs> not so easy is it i didn't say it was easy that was literally, literally my second time playing how long have you been at this table <laughs> are you stuck to that chair <laughs> do you need help i will go get assistance if you require it Come on, let's bet. Oh, <laughs> uh, fine. A hundred credits. Deal. I'm in. So, gambler. Okay. Uh, that was on one die. Oh, your success and two advantages? No, my two advantages. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right. So, he's laughing. Ha ha! Uh, I don't know. How, how, how lucky are you feeling? How about another 50? Wait, I don't have that much money. All right. I've actually outbid how much money I actually have oh. <laughs> because because I just lost twenty. I had hundred and four, <laughs> so I technically have eighty four, and I just bid a hundred. All right, uh, you see Jinko nod like, yeah, do it. Yeah, I got it. Twenty. Very well, twenty. All right, so he's he's not going to re-roll anything. Okay, so I'll re-roll my one. Oh, nothing still. Uh she lost her. Um advantages so she's down to one success but i still have no successes i have two advantages though oh let me re-roll that it's not a blank nothing all right so he laughs Hey, <laughs> he scoops up all your credits jinko has to reach in and pull out what a, what few credits he has to cover the rest of your pot and he starts heading away i hop off too nice doing business with you i hope you get out of that chair soon <laughs> No, he's he's walking away. Oh, that guy's walking yeah. away. Uh, yoink! <laughs> <laughs> so as he's laughing, he's like, "Ha <laughs> ha!" And he's like dropping the credits uh, from one hand in, and letting them waterfall into the other hand. So they're like, click, 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 yeah, click. Yeah, yeah. and right when he does that, Jinko swipes them, <laughs> uh, and he takes a few <laughs> steps. And he's like, "Huh? Where'd my credits go?" And he's like looking around, like he thinks he dropped them. And at this point, um, Click is chatting up the falling. 
I think you're a little out of your league here, sweetie. Only in gambling. You keep saying that. Hey, I'm con click a chalk. I know. Uh, why do you keep making me roll this check? <laughs> because you made it a check. You should have known that I was going to brag about who I was all the time. <laughs> the pod racer, huh? Yeah. I still... Figured I couldn't spend my whole life going around in circles, if you know what I mean. You're still out of your league, sweetheart. Why don't... I know. Falling heartbreakers. Let me tell you something. Hintaro is mostly a luck game. You wouldn't last in a real game of Sebek. Oh, Sebek, huh? How's that work? It's a lot more complicated. It's more about reading people than it is about hoping the dice roll your way. That seems more of my speed anyway. Does it, though? Uh, you seem like a kind of fellow who is more interested in what is going on in his own life than what you would see in someone else. Isn't that the point, though? Make sure that they can't see you. So you think all that cool you got from speeding around in pods is going to give you what you need to sit with the big table? Baby, sitting around in pods has me ready for anything. All right, then. I got a high roller game later on. Entry fee is 10,000 credits, but if you can find someone to sponsor you, that'll work, too. Huh, interesting. Maybe I'll take you up on that. I just lost all my credits. <laughs> He says smugly. <laughs> uh, he hops off the table and wanders off. 100 for you, 100 for me. <laughs> he drops the credits into your hand. Beautiful. One way or another, the house always wins. <laughs> Unless you take it. So the two of you are heading back toward uh, the ship, presumably to go tell Reyna about everything that you need to do. Uh-huh. On your way there, you are crossing in front of one of the bars, and you see Raina stepping out of it. Oh, hey, Captain. Oh, hello. And behind her steps out another drawl. Huh. I take back what I said. Do you remember? I don't, actually. Oh, the first time I met her, I rolled a perception, and I saw she had a, a flash stick, and I said, a flash stick? How many drawl do you come across? <laughs> right. <laughs> This drawl is slightly shorter than she is and has gray silver fur and is wearing a very fine looking suit and has a couple of pieces of luggage around him. Hey, uh, Captain, I have uh, stuff to discuss uh, whenever you think it's a good time. Yes, well, it seems that we all have much to discuss. Let's quickly head back to the Spice Wolf. We have ourselves a new passenger. Silhouette Zero is a production of the Ing Brothers. Follow us on Twitter at SilZeroChris and at SilZeroMatt. That's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. For more episodes, check us out at SilZero.wordpress.com. You can email us at SilZeroPodcast at gmail.com. The Edge of the Empire role-playing game and other related materials are copyright Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Buy your own copy so you can play with your friends. Silhouette Zero is a fan production. Star Wars is copyright Lucasfilm and Disney. Theme song produced by Tazi. Credits for other sound effects and music are available on our website. And until we meet again, may the force be with you. We can use my lightsaber! <laughs> Thermal detonator! It's <laughs> 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 good thing I have this Ugnot poison! Ota <laughs> J.